0: the 88% on Nuga Radio 927 Thursday 10 to 11 a.m. The Silent Majority. Are you tired of hearing about how you're the problem because of your skin color being badgered and banged over the head with the constant theme of global warming or climate change? City streets that are in desperate need of repair. Chattanooga spending money where it shouldn't be. To take the jab, receiving experimental chemicals to flow through your body or with no proof of protection mask up a compliance DEMIC with a 99% recovery rate justifies the closing of your business and eliminating your jobs. Thursday, 10 to 11 a.m., the 88%. The taking of your guns, voter fraud, fake news, with the national government and media on the brink of totalitarianism. The 88% will dispel these myths. Discuss what needs to be changed in Hamilton County, Chattanooga, and the country. Every Thursday, 10 to 11 a.m., join Joe Manuel and Mike Steele for the 88%.
1: What the hell is this?
0: This is the Stone on Air radio show. What would you say you do here?
1: I'm slaying lame and I'm exposing frauds. This is pathetic. This is embarrassing.
0: I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. There's nothing more pathetic than an aging hipster. What's your deal, man? Yes, my name is Brian Stone on Air on Nougat Radio 92.7. I hate my generation I have no apologies I hate my generation,
1: yeah uh, Well, hey, how's it going? I hate Oh, hey, how you doing out there? Oh, how's it going? So, how was your weekend? Did you have a Good weekend? Seriously, how are you? Hey, it's uh, Stone on Air. It's the uh, radio show. It's the podcast. We air at certain times of the week, sometimes the other days, sometimes not. You know, we'll just wait and see it as it goes along. Maybe it's this day, maybe it's that day, maybe it's another day. You know, hell, whatever. We'll just make it up as we go, right? Snooger Radio 92.7, that's the least important part you need to know. StoneOnAir.com is the most important part you need to know. to do download the show whenever you would like to hear it at your leisure at any time that you are uh, available. You don't have to be awake at 10 o'clock in the morning to watch a show You can, or listen to the show. You can do it at 10 p.m. at night. You can do it at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. You can do it at 7 o'clock in the Evening. You can do it anytime you want Monday, Saturday, Monday through uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, any single day you want. It does not matter what time it airs or what day it ever airs on. It will always be available for you at stoneonair.com. All right. <sighs> My is Brian. Keon is here with me as well as we uh, do whenever the hell we get the opportunity to do it. And we're uh, very appreciative of that opportunity. Uh, we both love the uh, world of radio. We both understand its downfalls and its, uh, its limitations. And we both appreciate uh, both the good and the bad that come along with it. I know I'm not exactly being totally sensical at this point. I'll get it back on the tracks. Let's see. Coming up today on the show... It is 7-12, July 12th. Snap your fingers. Boom, 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 boom. It's almost halfway through the month of July. Time flies whether you're having any fun or not. In the second segment of the show, I'm going to talk about the, uh, uh, the where the media has gotten, where it is going, and uh combination with the uh, the mask mandates to now the, uh, the vaccination rates, where they're at, why this is so confusing, why it's going to get more confusing, and why it's going to continue to be. A be careful what you wish for kind of thing and um, and a you haven't seen anything yet kind of situation. Kind of a combo of things I've talked about over the uh, years, months, weeks, whatever. Uh, it's disappointing the way that the media cycle goes. It's disappointing the way people are now shifted to this. The, the, everything turns into a political football it starts small and gets big very quickly. And I'll spend some time on that in the final, in the middle segment of the show. In the final segment of the show, I want to bring Keon in a little bit, talk about some of this NCAA uh, 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 name and likeness kind of thing. Both a couple of stories that are not brand new. They've been kind of obviously the CDC and the mass and the vaccinations, none of that's new. and But the NCAA thing is, is somewhat uh, still unfolding. Uh, both a couple that I've sat on and waiting to do when i had the opportunity when nothing else was really going on i haven't seen the paper i don't know if uh you know the world's crumbling down around me i mean i know that it is but i'm not going to spend any time on uh that right now just because uh well i don't uh well 710-9927 tell me the big story i'm missing maybe i'll even consider taking your phone call we'll see and let's see, I've got three pieces of audio for you. The worst idea, the realest thing, and the coolest thing. And um, I just can't get myself put together here until I have my uh, my timer going, which I got so distracted in uh, between the two shows that I forgot to set my timer. Where are we at on time, Keon? Sorry to do this on the air. No, no, uh, 10 minutes. 10 minutes. All right, so we will get to the, uh, the three pieces of audio in about five minutes from right now. Uh, a couple of things over the weekend. I um, I did not leave the house from the time I got to the to the house on Friday at about 7:30 p.m. or so uh, until about 40. Well, not even 45. About 30 minutes ago. I didn't leave the house all weekend, and it was fabulous. It was great. It was absolutely fantastic. I did. I didn't even get anything done at the house. Hardly that I wanted, other than a little bit of. Uh, laundry, got the grass cut. I thought we were going to get a washout of rain all day yesterday, Sunday. It turned out it wasn't until Sunday night. Looks like we might have a, another one of those coming today. According to what, uh, Jason on for the show was talking about. I haven't looked at the weather today. You have a cell phone, pull it up, find out what the weather is if you need to know. But that's what I hear anyway. That's what I heard. It might rain uh, later on, but it was a very nice weekend because it meant spending $0 and 0 cents on, on anything uh, at all, and uh, hung out in the kitchen, watched a bunch of TV, did the the uh, Law and Order SVU marathon for half the day yesterday, and watched a bunch of South Park. So Hulu, I've um, complained regularly on here live Hulu television, not the Hulu that you just watch, you know, reruns of stuff, but like the live TV doesn't show Braves games. Well, now that Ronald Cooney Jr. is out for the year, I certainly don't want to watch any more Braves games this season, so it's working out for the best season ever for me to not be able to watch that. But they have brought Comedy Central back. I just realized that over the weekend. So I watched a bunch of South Park, and uh, and I'm going to use <laughs> – that's part of the reasoning for doing the second segment uh, was watching an old, old South Park that I'll uh, expand on more in the second segment of the sh- uh, of the show – uh, let's see what else. Lauren uh, Brobart Bright, Breitbart, whatever the hell her name is. she's making a bunch of noise over the weekend, continuing to be the uh, the Marge Tyler Green of the of the West. You know anything you can do, I can do better or anything you can do loud, I can do louder or anything you can do that's offensive, I can do more offensive. That's, that's really what these two have done. And I, I don't think they're in any way in competition. I think they kind of work in concert. I don't know that. I don't know that at all. But I think that that's probably part of it. She's Colorado, small little district. Actually, it's a bigger district than you would think land-wise. It's just portions of Colorado don't have many people in them. She uh, is a uh, congressional representative for a, a, a swath of, of, of Colorado. And then Marge, uh, Marge Taylor is obviously just down the road here, North Georgia representative, and they are basically just playing back and forth who can be the loudest on whatever, the, whatever today's flavor of the day is. So I saw a bunch of that on social media. I didn't click on it, deep dive into any of it, but uh, there you go. So that's all I got on that right now. We'll see where the rest of this thing goes. We'll go ahead and uh, jump into the uh, the audio early because this is another one of these. This is this performative politics, performative television, performative media. Uh, Tommy Lauren and her mouth diarrhea. She's been um, making a lot of noise for a while. She she's one of the original pretty blondes that is going to be uh, a super Trump. Uh, advocate from from the jump so she's more original than any of them but she's just as ill-formed and as dumb as most of them as well let's um go to the worst idea this is pretty short it's only about 20 seconds long i don't know if it's Newsmax or news facts or news lax or whatever the 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 media uh, outlet is the alternative online only media outlet is but uh, this is today's worst idea is tommy lauren the haters never take a day off from hating, that is clear, uh, and they never take a day off of getting the facts wrong. Uh, we know most of our forefathers, all of our main founding fathers were against slavery, recognized the evils of it. There's a great piece to that end on Heritage called 1776, not 1619, but I'll leave it to you. You know, they're so wrong on so much. Okay, so that was so short. I think I'm going to play it again. She says that most of our founding fathers were anti racist or, or, or against slavery didn't have didn't own slaves well that that's not what she said because if okay so like the <clears throat> the most of the signers of uh the declaration of independence wrote something about the evils of slavery and still owned slaves anyway yeah but th- th- play that so, one play that one yeah. more time just for the sake of it because it's only about 20 seconds long um this isn't about crit- critical race theory this is just about Understanding real history as it is. This is, once again, today's worst idea. The haters never take a day off from hating, that is clear. Uh, and they never take a day off of getting the facts wrong. Uh, we know most of our forefathers, all of our main founding fathers, were against slavery, recognized the evils of it. There's a great piece to that end on Heritage called 1776, not 1619. But I'll leave it to you, you know, they're so wrong on so much. All right, so anyway, that was that was a, a part of a longer conversation. I didn't have enough time to pull all the audio, but... Yeah, let's let's just that's right. Forget critical race theory. Let's just learn actual real history first. And then maybe we can tiptoe into critical race theory. <laughs> I'm not even talking we don't I'm not talking about theory. I'm talking about real life history. Jesus. It's just as frustrating as it can get. Um, I'm not here on Tuesdays, or Thursdays apparently, um, so we'll, uh, do Tuesdays really actually suck more than any day during the week, this is just a girl I follow who is a big Braves fan on Twitter, and pardon all the beeps, cause she's foul mouth, today's real thing.
0: Hey y'all, I'm here to bitch about something, shocking, I know, um, Tuesday's f***ing blow, and we don't talk about it enough, Tuesday's the worst day of the week by f far. Monday sucks. Everybody knows Monday sucks. Nobody wants to be
1: at work on Monday, but you have to be. But it's Monday so you can bitch about it because it's Monday. Then Tuesday rolls around and you f***ed around yesterday because you didn't want to be there. So now you got to do all that s*** today along with all the other shit you got to do today. And you can't say a word because it's Tuesday and we're adults and you have to have your s*** together by now. And you can't look forward to the weekend because you still got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to go, baby. You can't bitch yet. You got a ways to go. And then they gave us f***ing tacos like that was going to make a difference, like some consolation prize. But it didn't because Tuesday's still f***ing blow and you're not allowed to bitch about it because you're supposed to be an adult. And I f***ing hate it here. I don't know. This helped me. This was
0: cathartic. This was therapeutic. Uh, happy fucking Tuesday or whatever. Fuck off.
1: <laughs> I, like I said, if I had a show on Tuesdays, I'd do it. And then if she guys one that says that Thursdays suck too, well, then I'll do that one on Friday, apparently. Snooger Radio 92.7. I'm Brian. He's Keon. And today's a Monday. Or a Tuesday or whatever day. Most of them suck at the end of the day. This is today's coolest thing. I don't know how cool it is, but uh, I like Richard Branson. Um, you know, I don't have any reason to dislike him. He went to space or at least basically into space for a minute over the weekends today's coolest thing. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for today's coolest
0: thing. Okay. Cool, okay. Cool, okay, okay. cool, 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 no, okay. cool. Brought to you by Seaborne Commercial Refrigeration. Quick at keeping it cool.
1: Stay cool.
0: So cool. So
1: cool, so cool. Ooh. Though there is no such thing as a Happy Monday, there is still a Coolest Thing brought to you by Seabourn Commercial Refrigeration. This is Sir Richard Branson. He was in outer space this weekend for a short period of time. This is his message when they first were in orbit. Between his thick British accent and the not-so-perfectly-clear audio, listen very closely. It's very short. This is today's Coolest Thing. So all you kids down there, i was once a child with a dream looking up to the stars now i'm an adult in a spaceship with lots of other wonderful adults looking down to our beautiful beautiful earth to the next generation of dreamers if we can do this just imagine what you can do today's coolest thing they were in um Gravity-free areas where they were floating around through the space capsule and he was talking through the window looking down at the Earth. It was, you know, kind of neat. Of course, the uh, um, immediate detractors were saying, oh, great, thanks a lot. It took, uh, what, $5 billion or whatever it cost to go to space for five minutes, and that's somehow supposed to inspire uh, an entire generation. Like, that was what all the next... Uh, Twitter and TikTok was? <laughs> that, that was me. I'm not going to lie. Okay, and you're, you're not wrong. You're not <laughs> wrong, and no, none of these others were wrong. And when I put that together, I was thinking, boy, that's pretty neat. That's pretty cool. Good for him. And I, I wanted him to beat Bezos, because I don't like Bezos. I'm happy about the Amazon, the, the company that we all take advantage of. But I, if anybody was going to win the billionaire space race, I wanted it to be uh, Virgin uh, Music, as I've always known Richard Branson, as is the, the, the head of Virgin uh, Records be the hell of a lot more than that but that's what i always knew him from but then i saw that and i was like yeah yeah you're right good for you good for you you barely went into space for five minutes for five billion or whatever it is and that's somehow supposed to inspire an entire generation i don't know i could go either way on that snooker radio 92.7 the media mass vaccines irritation annoyances liars, fakes, whatever else. Next. Listening
0: to the Stone on Air radio show on Nuga Radio 92.7. Phyllis, don't you see? This proves my point. We have to elevate our ideas up, not down. Yeah, Jimmy's right. I know we can come up with way better ideas than Craig. Yeah. To save our show, all we need to do is come up with the best idea for an episode ever. What if we do a show where we uh no. How about we have us um Come on, doesn't anybody have any show ideas? Wow, coming up with ideas is hard. How about we do a show with us, uh, the, uh, what if the, we're hopelessly stuck, completely out of ideas. In the morning I'm slow, I drag a chair over to the window, and I
1: this is brand new Courtney Barnett. The- I can't remember the name of the song. Oh, yeah, I know. It's Ray Street.
0: R-A-E, Ray Street.
1: It's the name of the song. Before there was Jay Bird in the last decade, the musical love of my life, Courtney Barnett was my... Love affair of music. She's still there. They're a close one and two. She's from Australia or New Zealand? I can't remember. Not a huge difference in their accents. I'm sure there's a major difference in their cultures. But anyway, this is a Cordy Barnett's new one. This is Nuga Radio 92.7. More importantly, StoneOnAir.com where you can find the show at any time you would like. You don't have to appointment listen. You don't have to wait for a certain time. You don't have to wait for the human construct that is time to find the show. You can do it whenever you want to. Isn't that a wonderful thought? Isn't that a cool idea? Hey, you got to, hey, wake up. Hey, wake up. It's 10 o'clock. Turn on the, no, no, sleep, sleep all morning. Turn it on at one o'clock. It's all good. All you got to do is have a supercomputer in your hand, which every single one of us do. So there you go. Uh, so the the front end of that was, I'm Brian, he's Keon. Thanks for finding the show. Um, was South Park, and it was from 20, uh, t- 2004. 2004. And I couldn't believe how old the show was uh, when I was watching it this weekend. I I was uh, I didn't leave the house all weekend, and I, at late night on Saturday, I was flipping through the Hulu channels and I realized, wow, I have Comedy Central. I didn't know, so they must have added it recently because I knew I didn't have it. Because when the new South Parks came out, the uh, pandemic specials, uh, they had two one-hour episodes last year, and that was it. I couldn't watch them because I didn't have Comedy Central, and I, I do now. So I was just watching them. Had them on late, and it was the uh, the the kids were doing a a uh, news style show like. A combination of local news, you know, think Channel 3, 9, 10, all those, and cable news. And this was 04. So that was, what's the math on that? 16, 17 years ago. The show is so far ahead of its time all the time. It's It's incredible. And so they're doing this show and they're doing, you know, celebrity watch with butters out on out front. And of course there's no celebrities and yeah, it's just stupid. It's just kids, but they're all dressed up and, and doing the typical, you know, news style delivery. And then the, the regular adversary, Craig, who is not part of the main characters of the, uh, of the animated series South Park starts a show that is wide wide angle lens shot dogs wearing silly hats and it's just like they have like clown music like and it's just dumb looking dogs with a wide angle so it makes their heads look kind of different with a hat on and all the kids start watching that instead of the news and the ratings start to plummet. And Mr. Mackey and Prince Principal Victoria, I'm sorry, if you don't watch South Park, I can't do anything for you. <laughs> if you if you know me well and we're friends, you know what South Park is and you understand this. If you don't, sorry, I don't know what to tell you at this point. Um, it's just, it's hysterical. So they're going where they are going to cancel the news because everybody wants to watch dumb looking dogs in a wide angle lens with ha- silly hats on with clown music in the background. So they start sitting around trying to think, what are we going to do? To, to be able to compete with this dumb show. <clears throat> so they start instead of the South Park News, whatever they called it, something simple, they turned it into the super sexy, cool South Park News. And they started embellishing everything. And they started, uh, you know, if it bleeds, it leads style reporting. And uh basically making things up. And out of nowhere, all of a sudden, the uh the ratings come back and that's, you know, it it goes a lot further and sillier and goofier than that throughout the show. And uh, that's where that audio comes from. And it it got me thinking, first of all, I wanted to go back and pull the audio. So I, I was like, when is this from? Is this like a few years ago? No, it's from 2004, 2004. Here in 2021, we're off the charts on this kind of stuff. And it was just starting to happen regularly around that time, probably before that, probably in the end of the 90s. But most people, you know, if you miss the news, you didn't have a chance to watch it on your phone later on. We didn't have a chance to be fake outraged later on if you didn't sit down and watch it. So what's my greater point? I guess overall, my point to that is, is that I have slowly but surely lost faith in, um, in, in the news cycle, in the media I don't even consider myself, I haven't in many, many years, consider myself part of the media. I do spoken word format, storytelling, conversational pieces, things that I hope that you find interesting, things that I hope, whether you agree with or not, you enjoy the delivery and the conversational nature of it. Um, I've been doing it a long time, so clearly there's a, just a few people, of, just enough people that are interested to, to still keep it somewhat viable. But the media in itself the news delivery distribution of media is I've, I've pretty much, I've pretty much walked away from it, turned my back on and said, okay, this is not, this is not helping anything. This is not helping anything. And so I want to do a combo of, of that into um, something I've been kind of sitting on in my notes itself self from my phone for the last couple of weeks, maybe even a couple of months where we're at with vaccinations Masks, all this that just is such a political football, and I understand why it is, and I don't even necessarily disagree with a lot of it. I've I've told you many many times to the chagrin of my super liberal friends. I haven't cared about COVID nineteen since the minute I heard about it. Have not heard, have not cared about it since the minute I heard about it. As it got further down the road into the middle of last year, with with a little bit more <clears throat> research and 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 commentary and uh, and just information, I I realized okay, well that's a pretty flippant jerk way to look at it. I shouldn't do that anymore. And then I took it more seriously and I dealt with it the way that I felt like was responsibly. I followed all the, the procedures and guidelines. I didn't complain about it. I didn't scream into a microphone that it, this was a, a loss of my freedoms. I didn't act like a jackass about it. I just, I just went along. But I never hardly cared. And I'm back to completely don't care at all anymore. Now, I'm not going to do an hour-long episode about how my rights are being infringed upon on, I don't know, maybe some random day during the week with a percentage of people or whatever closed-circuit transmission, um, but I am going to tell you, I don't care. I, I don't really care, and we've now turned this into an even more uh, difficult thing to understand because now it's like, well, if you've been vaccinated, you you don't have to wear a mask, but if you haven't been, you do, and then with the schools, the kids that have been vaccinated, of course, nobody under the age of 12 is FDA-approved to be vaccinated anyway. Um, if I had a kid, would I get them vaccinated? I don't know. I don't play if I, if, if what I would do. I don't have a kid. I don't know what I would do. Um, so I'm not, I don't have an opinion on that either way. But now it's going to turn into, you know, school can be a brutal, brutal place. Some have masks on for whatever reason, some don't. Um, that's going to create tension. Parents or teachers, I mean, we all are product of our learned behavior. And if your if your uh, parents tell you that uh, getting a vaccination is totalitarianism, and the other kids' parents say that getting a vaccination is your responsibility to humanity, well, those are going to collide when they get to the schoolroom and to the schoolyard. That's going to be that's not going to go over well. Uh, California, love them or hate them has passed something along the lines of everybody this fall is going to wear a mask, period, so we don't alienate anybody or create the kind of tensions that I was just discussing about. Do I think that's a good idea? I don't think it's a bad idea. Uh, I, I I don't know how good of an idea it is, but I, I don't think it's a bad idea. So we've just opened up this whole new scenario, new world order of you can't, you don't have to prove. I mean, you, you, I saw some stuff this weekend. Uh, the party that says, I, uh, or well, I can't even remember which way it goes, but uh, you, and this goes against the Democrats. Wait, so you don't need an ID to prove to vote, but you do need an ID that you got a vaccination. You know what, what the WTF kind of thing. Um, and it goes, it goes, and, or my body, my choice, right? The other way. Wait, hold on. You, you tell women what they can do with their bodies, but you—it's your body, your choice on a, on a vaccination. Like it's just—you you don't make any sense. You're just a bunch of clowns. Oh, he's not talking about me. No, I'm talking about you two. I'm talking about virtually all of us. Um, so it's just—it just kind of makes your head spin around. And now it's like, so okay, if you are vaccinated, if you're not, what is this—the honor system? Because I don't have to, I I can't be made to prove, I can prove it. I got my backpack right here to my right. I can prove to you I've gotten a vaccination and I don't mind doing it. But I guess I could say, damn it, I'm not, I don't have to prove anything. Like a whole new wrinkle. Yeah. The the honor system is just weird because it's supposed to try and get people to get vaccinated, but it's giving everyone a reason to not get vaccinated. Yeah, because you don't have to. If you, if you deep down don't want to, I told you, I didn't do it because I couldn't wait and ran and whistled zippity doodah on my way there to do it. I didn't want to do it. I didn't love the idea. They like, I've told you this whole thing. I've not loved any of this. But I did it. And I did it without arguing and screaming. But, yeah, you don't have There's no reason. And honor system. Where's the honor in this world, in this country, in this state, in this in this region? Where's the honor? bunch of damn liars everywhere you go fake asses fake outrage liars oh we're about to be totalitarian government liar shut up fake outrage what i'm supposed to trust you it's a reason why i trust the government just a smidge more than i trust the average jerk walking around at least i get to elect the the government officials i don't get to decide who my neighbor is now I want more time in this segment. Jesus.
0: Stone on air on NUGA Radio
1: 92.7. New state laws and NCAA rules went into effect at 12.01 a.m., allowing collegiate athletes to profit off their name, image, and likeness for the first time. Athletes are retaining lawyer Darren Heitner to navigate this new world. The beauty of all of this is that it's a technically a free market. And there is no cap on what any individual athlete can receive. College Hunks Moving Company and Murphy Auto Group are just two of the four deals University of Miami quarterback Derek King announced in the first 24 hours of these new rules. I don't think it's out of uh, the realm of possibilities that we will see some athletes command seven figures per year. And I don't think we're only talking about uh, the star quarterback at a major university or the star wide receiver, I think we're going to see other athletes. Can't tell time, the sun the like that was from CNBC. More on that in a minute. It's Nuger Radio, more importantly, StoneOnAir.com. Listen to the show whenever you want. It can be at any time of the 24 hours a day that we have. Just tap that app. Whichever app it is that you get your podcast, you can find the show there. I'm Brian. He's Keon. Just a few minutes left here. We'll wrap up on Monday technically feel all right. I stayed in all weekend. I uh, took a long nap. on time. I'm turning into an old man napping guy. Man, I am so nocturnal. It's driving me crazy. I can fall asleep in the middle of the day at any point. At any point. Lay down at midnight at any night of the week and I'm just, you know, counting sheep. Figuratively, not literally. Um, it's frustrating. But uh, yeah, during the day, phew, give me a bed. Throw on a fan, don't even need a fan on, but it certainly doesn't hurt anything during the day, and I'm I'm gone. But um, so I had a lot of time over the weekend to think about things, and um, good and bad, and I was trying to come up with a, some stuff to talk about. I didn't look at any of the headlines. I didn't go out. I didn't leave the house. I did do a virtual glance at the Times Free Press over the weekend, didn't see anything that jumped off the page to me. I didn't th- see anything nationally that jumped off the page to me other than, the performative uh, politicians, the political entertainment industry, continuing to try to one up each other at every turn, and um, and then the you know, are our kids going to wear masks in school? Who's getting vaccinated? Here's the deal: if you've gotten vaccinated by now, you were going to do it all along, and if you haven't, you probably were never going to do it, and that's it. Like. What, what if you're gonna do it? What are you waiting for? Yeah, like the, what you, like you, you're, you just got to own it. Like there are a couple of guys in the NFL that are like, well, I don't know. I have to do some more research. What research? There's, there's no research to do. <laughs> just like I said, like <laughs> I say with anything, just tell me you don't care. Conversation over. Yeah. yeah. Just tell me you don't care. I'm not going to discuss anything with somebody who doesn't care. Like if I want to say, hey, let's talk about Braves baseball, I don't care about Braves baseball. Well then we're not gonna talk about it. Easy. Let's talk about the vaccinations and who should or shouldn't get it. What do you think? Just well, I don't know, blah blah, 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 blah. Here we go. Everything I heard buzzwords, things I heard on Fox, things I heard. Just say you don't care. Okay. Move on to something else. Global warming. Don't care. Okay. You w- know how easy life would be if people just adopted that? Just just admit to me that it doesn't matter to you. Because I know it doesn't. I don't need a, a lot to figure this out. I'm an I'm a amateur psychiatrist. I can read the room pretty damn good. I can figure you out by just the way you, your tone of your, your, your the way you word things are. That's why I, I oftentimes, I try to stay away from politics a lot of times on the podcast and radio show. And to those who say, oh, well, you never do. No, I do all the time. I have non-political t- topics all the time. But my tone and my voice. If you, if you listen and you know, you know where I'm coming from. If you're paying attention at all, you know where I'm coming from. And I can get that from just about anybody in any room. All you got to do is give me about 20 minutes of just a little bit of conversation. And I don't need I don't need a Q&A. I don't need a check sheet. I don't need anything. I can figure you out just like that. Because we're not very difficult or complicated people. We're really not. I mean, in some ways we are. But on the very basic, simple stuff... We're not that difficult to figure out. What you wear, how you conduct yourself, what you listen to, where you go, how you talk, the tone in your voice is all pretty easy to figure out. So just tell me you don't care and we can move along. And real quick, I only got a few minutes here, but uh, uh, one subject matter I've wanted to talk about, and for many years, this is something I've said long ago, I don't care about. There's no reason to talk, talk about paying players in the NCAA because I don't care. Pay them if you want. Don't pay them if you don't want to. I have said for years in the NCAA, the, the NCAA conversation of paying players, though, started with Does the university pay the players? Rarely was the conversation about name and likeness through outside parties. I'm sure that conversation came up plenty, but more times than not, it was basically about the universities paying the players. And my biggest argument to that was for years, and again, it was a bad argument because it was a bad question to start with. We weren't looking at it from the right angle but it was regularly about universities paying the players. Well, if you want to bankrupt your programs, if you want to bankrupt the entire system, if you want the NCAA and your your college sports to just completely dissolve into nothing, pay all the players. If you want a minor league football league, go ahead. You're going to ruin your league. The linebacker for Missouri isn't worth anything. Like the the the, the, the head swimming team men and, and female swimmers They're not worth anything. Their their program is worth a lot. Their university is worth a lot. Maybe their name and likeness is worth a lot. But them on the playing field, they're they're not worth anything. Nick Saban is worth all the money. He's the guy who should make all the money. He's got the most value. Special teams, you know, punt coverage guy, he's not worth anything. So you shouldn't. Pay these players because you're gonna you're gonna turn your league into a minor league football league. And then, then it's gonna turn into just ten teams that have any chance and you're gonna turn into your own little minor league football team. If that's what you want to do, go right ahead. The argument rarely was the player, or at least from my angle from where I was hey, coming it, from, pay the players through a third party for their name and likeness. That makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, that that was the part that didn't really come up. Because it's like okay, it's easy to find the value of Trevor Lawrence. Well, because that sounds like boosters coming in and greasing greasing palms. You know, hundred dollar handshakes. Yeah, but if boosters want to do that, like, why was that ever wrong? You as know what I mean? It, like, as, as long as there's some semblance of of regulation. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, don't don't just let it run wild and free. Which but, it'll, it'll run wild and free a little bit, whether you like it or not. But at least try. Yeah, but if a player can turn. Their athletic ability into money. The fact that the NCAA was basically like, no, we we own you. Ascent, well, literally. Yeah. We own your name, your image, and your likeness. I that's mean, that's you. Todd Gurley got suspended his final whole season or half season. I, I, yeah, I think it was. I think it was. It wound up being three games total. If the, I remember correctly. The end correctly. of his run. Anyway, couldn't finish the season out because he signed some cards or some jerseys he, he or signed, something. He signed some helmets, some little.
0: Memorabilia yeah,
1: helmets, yeah. Uh, I know that same thing happened to Johnny Manziel. Jameis Winston, I think, signed some stuff while he was playing baseball. Maybe he got into – maybe I'm getting that one wrong, but the point being is it's 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 absurd. It's absolutely absurd that you can't sell your own name and likeness. Yeah, they, they took the Heisman away from Reggie Bush because he – that was really – he, was he worked lo- out a deal to drive a car. Well, didn't his parents get – like housing and a bunch of stuff outside uh, of I don't. I don't know about his parents. I, I have to go back and, and look into it again, but I know that he was, like, with the car dealership, that was, like, the big thing. Like, how how could he get this car from this car dealership? Well, Jim Trestle was out at Ohio State because his players were getting tattoos for free. Yeah, basically. basically. Terrell Pryor was the, yeah, the main Pryor. one. Yeah, just basically getting some free tattoos. I'm I'm sure it was more detailed than that, but, uh, you know, Bruce Pearl's out because of... Uh, a, a barbecue at, 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 or something. It wasn't very complicated uh, or, or or that deep, and it's the NCAA. Is just it's just they're buffoons. They're pure buffoons, and so this. But I, I do think that this is going to change the sport, in maybe not a all that great way. I don't know what I mean, or or, or nor do I care. I don't care about college sports. I don't care about them at all. Every Saturday, I throw on the game just like everybody else does. Try to meet up with friends. If it's a big game, we'll have some chips and dips, and we'll drink some White Claws and light beer or craft beer or whatever, and game's on, and we're having fun. Good day, fun day. Don't care anything about it. Don't care about your team. Don't care about my team. Don't care about any of these teams. To me, they're children. I don't trust a 19- to 22-year-old to do anything correctly, let alone play a flawless football game. I don't just I don't I don't care about this at all, but it's still fun. I still like it. Yeah. Uh so I don't care if you want to ruin your your league, if you want to pay all the players, if you want to not pay them, well, if you want to whatever. That was the other thing too, cuz like you you couldn't just pay some of the players. You couldn't be like no. football makes all the money, so we're just going to pay the football exactly. players. Exactly. That's that's what I was, that, that's why so. I supported not paying any of them. You can't pay all of them. Right. And you can't pay some of them. So you default to you can't pay any of them. So what are we going to do with a lot of women's sports with Title IX? Like, all that stuff came up. Well, with name, image, and likeness, uh, there, there are a lot of female athletes who are cashing in. Many of those are, are potentially uh, Olympic-bound at some point in some of those sports. Track and field. Yeah, track and field. Gymnastics women's basketball now, which is something that we act like th- people don't watch but people care enough some do and and there's there's money to be made there too so i i i think it's great i think it's this is except i do think it's going to cause resentment within the program itself these are children these are kids competitive highly competitive children so that means they're immature and they're highly competitive and one guy's making this much and the other guy's making that much and she's making that and I- I think that could cause some trouble in the locker room and the cohesivity of, of of a of a team. I really do. So that is a little bit of a "be careful what you wish for" thing. But I'll worry about that when, or never. <laughs> I'll never worry about that because I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Do whatever you want to do. But yeah, this is America. Capitalism. Is supposed to make all the money you can, right? So them right. let them do it. I gotta go. Keon will uh, touch on NBA finals and plenty of other things in the sports world. My name is Brian. StoneOnAir.com is where you can find the show. I'm here with you um, certain days of the week. Not exactly sure exactly what days of those week that it is. So whatever the next day of the week it is, see you then. Bye.